over the next couple of weeks, we're going to touch base with all the continents around the world to just see how they are coping with COVID because I think it will make us realise how truly lucky and amazing it is to be in Brisbane, Australia. But we're going to start with the UK because across the weekend, their Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, was painting a pretty bleak picture. Doctors and nurses will be forced to choose which patients to treat, who would get oxygen and who wouldn't, who would live and who would die. Isn't that awful? That's on an announced lockdown over the weekend. It's going to go through to the 1st of December. And, um, I mean, they've just been out a little bit, but I don't exactly understand the, the complete complexity of the lockdown. Is it like Melbourne? What's it really like? Well, luckily, my sister uh, lives in Wales, but she's right on the English border and we've got her on the phone. Hey, Nick. Hi. Hey, how you going, Nick? Yeah, fine, thank you. Well, somehow we knew you'd be home. That's the thing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So how are you going? I mean, I I know the lockdowns were announced over the weekend. When do they kick in? Well, in in England, the lockdown, which was, you know, is a complete change of policy from what was being done before, is uh, starting on Thursday. And you're in Wales, though, so you're already in lockdown, aren't you? Yeah, well, I'm actually in England at the moment, but Wales is in a two-week lockdown, which is due to finish on mon- next Monday, a week tomorrow. Okay, so when you say you're in England, you've, you've crossed over the road, basically, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. I came to avoid the lockdown in Wales, <laughs> and here I am with a lockdown in England. <laughs> but the thing is, your borders aren't closed, are they? Like, you can move between one and the other, regardless of whether you're locked down or not. Well, you can, but I mean, the police will stop people in certain places. You know, there aren't enough police to go round, really, because there's so many roads in uh, between Wales and England. Uh, so they'll, they'll probably, you know, put uh, have some presence on some of the roads. Nikki, this was actually brought forward because of a leak in the press, apparently. It's something that Boris Johnson was going to do, you know, in, in a little while. What changes immediately in the lockdowns over there? I guess Melbourne's the closest thing we've got to what you guys are experiencing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not as strict as the Melbourne lockdown. I mean, the one we had earlier in the year, which was in from March to June, so three months earlier on, that was more strict. Uh, but this one's going to be a bit less restrictive, but it's going to close down all the pubs, all the restaurants, all the what they call non-essential shops, which is basically things that don't sell food, and all the hospitality industry, you know, hotels, everything like that's all got to close. Schools? Uh, schools and universities are remaining open. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Do you think that's going to knock it on the head? Is there a feeling like, you know, as long as schools and unions are still going, it's, it's going to keep going? Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's no doubt that you know. The, I mean, we're by no means in control of the virus. Uh, the lockdown came to an end when we when we had about a thousand cases a day. Well, that's still pretty high. I mean, what brought this on? Because even up till Friday, Boris was very reluctant to go for a full lockdown. But the scientists were predicting that there could be four thousand deaths a day by December, and you know, every NHS bed would be full. There'd be nowhere to treat anybody. Uh, if they didn't have a lockdown. How are people's mental health? Like, how are people, you know, coping? Because the British are known to, you know, keep a stiff upper lip and, and, you know, yeah. Are they doing that? Well, I think think it is affecting a lot of people. I mean, particularly people who are, you know, say elderly and living alone. Um, I mean, there's been this terrible situation where nobody is allowed to visit care homes even now. I mean, so so there have been people who've been not able to visit their, their relatives for, well, since March. Nikki, yeah. 
Britain's on a bit of a hiding to nothing after Brexit, after COVID, and now winter's coming on. <laughs> but uh, sorry, to, to, okay, just to cheer you up. But I'm just saying, is there a feeling that you're not going to control this the social distance way? You're just going to have to wait for a vaccine. That's when people think this, they'll come out of this. Well, I, no, I think a lot of people think that the social distancing and the washing of hands is a good thing. But the problem is that there have been so many people who, I mean, most people have obeyed the rules, but there have been loads of people who haven't. I mean, even even just Saturday night, there were there were two illegal raves, you know, 700 people in Bristol and 500 in Manchester, which the police had to break up. And people are very hostile. You know, they're attacking the police and not paying any attention to being told that they should be socially distancing. And then the test and trace system has been, you know, it's been very poor here and it's not reaching enough people. The results are not coming through quickly enough. Well, in fact, they reckon there was a a study done by King's College, which reckoned that only 11% of people told to isolate were actually doing it. Oh, my gosh. And the last time we spoke to you, you said that um, the way to get tested is, you know, that there's no testing and people were being told to go to Scotland if they wanted to go to their nearest centre. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a whole spate of that. I mean, one of the problems is that they've chosen to create a centralised system and they've put it all out to private companies instead of using the existing systems in in the local authorities, you know, instead of using public health. You know, it's come up with these ridiculous results where people are being told to go miles away. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, but but you can't you see you can't get a test unless you've actually got symptoms, which is another slightly ridiculous thing because you know the studies show that there are loads of people who are asymptomatic but still able to infect other people. Yeah, of course. And Nikki, Christmas. What do you reckon? I don't think there's going to be much in the way of Christmas, really. Uh, this is this is all about Boris wanting people to have Christmas, but I think it's highly unlikely, really, that that um, there'll be. That, I think there'll be restrictions at Christmas, and if there aren't, then we can expect another spike in January. We just really rang to cheer you up. That was the main thing, anyway, <laughs> Nikki. Um, Merry, Merry Christmas if it happens. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's great to talk to you anyway, but yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's great news for Australia because you, oh, yeah. you're really coming out of it. Yeah, it's all good here. Well, that's brilliant. <laughs> you yeah. have family and you, here, you know, Nick. you managed it really well. Yeah, you've got Sorry? family here. You can always come yeah. after you isolate. Well, I can't, can I? Because no. they won't let me in at the moment. Good <laughs> oh, on you bringing that up, Robin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. Thanks, mate, and take care. And yeah. as Bob likes to stay, okay. yeah, stay negative. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what those two rave parties were dancing to? Yeah, uh, but you know what? On my list of gratitudes, I am going to say today: thank God we're in Brisbane, Australia.